Welcome to the next quick hit segment of PI Perspectives. Matt continues to provide extra content during these trying times. We hope you find these segments helpful and spread the word to other investigators out there who are looking for updates. Today's segment features the return of our friend, Wes Bearden, from NCISS. Wes tackles the Family First Act recently signed into law by Congress and how it affects our industry. NCISS is the leading authority of all legislative issues relating to private investigators and the security industry. Our only sponsor for these quick hit segments, Satellite Investigations. You can visit them at SatellitePI.com. It's now time to drop in on Wes and our host, private investigator, Matt Spare. Hey everybody, it's Matt from PI Perspectives. We are here with another edition of Quick Hits. With all the craziness going on with the uh, coronavirus, we're putting out a couple extra episodes a week. And uh, I really want to get the message out to keep people up to date as to what's going on. So most of you know I'm a member of NCISS. I have a close relationship with them. And we had uh, Wes Bearden on the program recently. So I dragged Wes back on here. There was a bill that was signed early, early this morning. And Wes is here to talk about that bill. This is the uh, emergency funding for uh, for businesses in the United States, what you've been reading about here. So hot off the presses. Um, We've got a statement from NCISS. Wes is here. So thank you, Wes, for joining me again. You, you're you actually the first person ever to come back on the program a second time. So you should be honored. <laughs> well, that's great. I, I, uh, that's wonderful. Uh, well, I really appreciate it. And uh, first thing I want to say is just, hey, everybody, I hope you're, you're doing well. I hope you're trying to stay healthy. Uh, this is probably the most surreal time that I can imagine that we've been through in years. It's a day-by-day deal. We're hopefully going to get through it. You know, if you guys aren't members of NCISS, I really, really encourage you to do that. I think it's a great thing to be part of. And, you know, this is one of those times where it's it's crisis, and it's a little crisis for everybody, whether it's a health crisis or, or uh, you know, economy. I, I got to tell you, I think a lot of our members right now are really, really concerned about the economy and what's going to happen. And, um, you know, so that's what I would, would like to try to do a little today is just kind of tell you kind of what's happening out there. Uh, we've recently put some stuff up on the NCISS website, and um, I'd encourage you, if you can, try to go there and look at it. Uh, we've passed it around also in a, in a couple of other areas. It's a long, long update of, of various information from all 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 places, but really the, the stuff that's going on at the federal level, just to give you a good overview, is really in the first 10 pages. And we this is kind of a, our COVID-19 working document, and we're kind of uh, always working on it and updating it and trying to get get you know the best information we can to you. You know, as we talk, the, the Congress has passed uh, is is in the process of passing a two trillion dollar, uh, and this is the kind of phase three uh, part of this legislation. It's a two trillion dollar um, aid package, which is just you know one of the largest that's ever been passed. Um, and I don't know everything about it. I mean, I'm not sure there's anybody anywhere that knows everything about it, right. That's <laughs> I would crazy. Be, uh, including the people who probably wrote it and passed it, um, as Congress does sometimes. Right. Yeah. But they, they, they don't read all, all the pages there, right? Somebody gets paid to do it for no, them. That's exactly right. And there's been a lot of deals that have been made and I really don't know all those deals. 
But, you know, we'll begin breaking it down and, you know, particularly with our members listserv and, and uh, you know, we, we're probably going to wind up having some webinars and stuff to talk about it. But right. I can kind of give you the, the if you like, kind of like the, you know, the 30,000 mile overview. Of, cliff notes, of baby. Playing. Give me those cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> give me those well, cliff I'll notes. <laughs> I'll try to give you the cliff notes. You know, it, w- what it looks like to me is, is you know, the, the bill that passed a couple of days ago is the Family First uh, Coronavirus Response Act. And, you know, th- there's some good things in there um, for workers. There's some good things for businesses. Uh, and this is probably the one legislation I've ever seen that really puts small business at the forefront, which is everybody who's listening to this, you know, we're all small businessmen, whether you're a one-man shop or you got, you know, 30 people in, at the end of the day, we're still small businesses. And, um, and, and, you know, the thing that they're doing is they're wanting small businesses to keep their people employed. And I think you guys want to do that too. I mean, if you, you've got people you work with that you're happy with and, and you've developed great relationships, I mean, that's, that's part of hiring an investigator, hiring an investigator is having, uh, hiring the, you know, the person, I mean, having that personality, having that, that individual. And so, you know, that's what the act does. It, it, it asks employers who are under 500 employees, which is going to be all of us to continue to pay their, their employees. And they're giving us various tax credits, um, on your payroll taxes. So if you pay them W2s, uh, and some of that stuff is, is credits that are refundable, meaning you can get the money back from the IRS if you, if you have credit, uh, within a couple of weeks is what they're talking about now, oh, wow. okay. which that, that can be pretty good. I mean, it's, it's almost a hundred percent, you know, your CPAs are going to know how that works. I right. don't, right. <laughs> but I do think that you do need to kind of keep track of who you're paying, why you're paying, who's, who's sick and who, and not only who's sick, but who may be out and unable to work because they're taking care of somebody who's sick or they're taking care of a child because the, the school shut down or, or whatnot. And I think your your account accountants and CPAs and everybody's going to be asking you that later on. So now's the time to kind of, kind of begin to keep uh, keep track of those things. And if you're paying uh, payroll taxes, uh, you know, biweekly or monthly or quarterly, you 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 really need to have a conversation with somebody about how to try to make a you know get a little bit of a break on that. Stuff. So so I, to me, I see a couple different categories here, and I don't know if you have the answer to this or not, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Um, I see the people that become infected and are sick and hospitalized, right? Obviously, those people are on disability or, or they, they can no longer work. I don't know if it's a disability issue or, or how they're going to get paid for that. Then you've got the employees that need to take care of family members that have become ill from this. Um, and then the third one would be, hey, all my clients aren't giving me any business. I'm not, I don't have enough to cover payroll. I, I can't pay you. Um, so yeah. in in those three instances, can you bring me, can you break it down for me and 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 talk to me about how this act would cover those three scenarios if they even cover all three? Well, yeah, I mean, I think all three, you know, they want the employer to pay these these employees. Now, now this act that has just passed this morning, uh, the two trillion dollar one that'll be all over the news. Uh, they're doing some things for individuals. You know, they're going to send individuals, uh, you know, the payments that you've heard about, the twelve, fifteen hundred dollar checks, or you know, if you're a family of four, three thousand dollar checks, whatever they're going to be. Uh, in addition, 
you know, there's some increase uh, increase of the unemployment um, uh, that you can make and, and relaxing the requirements. So people can go on to unemployment a little easier. So if you're, you're a one-man shop, um, or, or some, some, you know, you have some unemployment there that may be, be beneficial. Now that's going to vary state by state and the federal government kicks into that. So it's kind of right. a complex system, yep. but there are going to be people out there helping you with that for, for employers. And I know, I know a lot of guys, I mean, I know a lot of investigators have two, three, four, five, six guys up to 10 guys and are real, real, real worried. And those guys probably where we're going to have this addressed the most is in the small business administration. The SBA has a number of loan programs, uh, and those include disaster loans. And and my understanding, and I don't know all the details, we're trying to find that out, um, particularly for NCISS members, we're thinking about creating a webinar or a contact with SBA somehow that can help them navigate all that. But but um, the, my understanding is SBA is going to be funding loans to, to these small businesses that you can use for payroll working capital, all sorts of things. Uh, it'll be it, it'll be mostly timed up to what your payroll and mortgages and basic rent payments are and things like that as a multiplier. So there's actually a formula. And I think I think Congress's intent, as I've talked to a lot of the the, uh, the offices of the congressmen, are that they want banks to to relax requirements to get these loans. So that it should be a lot easier to do that. And, and I think really, guys, I think the thing to do is get in line and apply. You may need it, you may not. Right. You can always decline it, but right. I think I think it's going to be an issue of getting in line and applying. And so we we're providing those links on our website. Right. And and we haven't had a chance I haven't had a chance to go through and do it just to see what it looks like. Right. But um we're going to we're going to start doing that. Yeah, I I mean the the thing that I'm hearing from a lot of people in the in the Facebook groups and around and whatever is that they're, they're not able to get through. Like they're trying to apply and they can't. Um, it, it's like when they went to the Obamacare many years ago, right? When folks were trying to file their uh, for their health care, the, the site was crashing and things weren't working. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I think we're seeing some of that here now where folks just aren't, you know, they're, they're trying to be proactive. And, you know, the other thing with the SBA is they're looking for three years worth of your taxes. They're looking for your bank statements. They're looking for all your liabilities. If you have a credit line already, you know, they're going to want to see all that stuff. So it, it was to my understanding, initially looking into it, like there's no guarantee you're going to qualify for this, even if you do go through the uh, rigmarole of all this. And, and I don't know if that if I'm correct about that, um, but I, I, I know those were the requirements that they were looking for. Yeah, I I don't know yet either. I mean, there, there's a lot of unknown here, and um, you you know, let me address something first, which is you're you're dead right about the um, you know, the website and everything. In fact, before we had this call, I tried to get on just to just to see how the application would look, and it was already down for maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not a good yeah. that's not a good sign. But 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 I've, I've been told by rumor, and it is rumor, but that if you apply earlier, you know, earlier in the morning or off hours, that you've got a lot better shot at getting all the way through it. So, I mean, I I'll pass that on, and I'm going to try to find those answers, but. That's what I know right now in terms of how you go about trying to apply for these things. So. I guess Kim Kardashian is going to stop crashing the internet. Maybe we'll have to get get back on there and do what we need to do, right? Well, it's either yeah. I'm not sure who's more popular right now. Is yeah. it Kim or the SBA? Maybe <laughs> yeah, the SBA. So. SBA is winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's but, pretty, but, uh, crazy times well, here, definitely. 
Yeah, but one thing too, uh, another point on that is that, you know, again, I don't know the criteria the SBA is going to employ, but my understanding in talking to elected officials um, and and their represent, you know, their their staff members is that they pretty much want the banks to make make loans that right. they just want the loans and the cash to get out and the banks to, to, to just basically do it. So I think that most of what we're going to see in terms of uh, waiting for a decision or being qualified, I think a lot of that's relaxing a lot. Yeah. And I would, I would encourage folks. I mean, even, you know, what you're saying is get file it. And even if you don't need it uh, just in case you do, but I, I would also caution our industry to be very cautious about taking that money. Right. Um, it's going to be real easy to make that justification to take it. Paying it back is always another issue <laughs> that's harder to do. So we don't want to put ourselves out of business because we've, you know, overextended ourselves too. So I, I would, you know, in my own personal opinion on, on how to handle that stuff is, to, you know, take what you need when you need it. Don't take it because you can, you know, it's something oh, you got to be careful for. Yeah, I, I agree. You got to be a good businessman, yeah. and you got to run your house the right way, and and think: Do I really need this right now, or not? Or can I get through this period of time? And 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 what's what's I think most nerve wracking, uh, even for me, is how long is this? I mean, we've right. been told everything from August to Easter, <laughs> and and um, we just don't know. But hopefully, we will. Hopefully so we so I, maybe I can speak to that a little bit because apparently New York is the epicenter here in the United States. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was listening to uh, Andrew Cuomo, our governor today, uh, talk about that. And, uh, you know, he started off his press conference by saying, hey, the numbers are still going up. So, you know, we haven't peaked yet. Uh, but they they are starting to get a handle on things. And what he was talking about was that we were still two to three weeks away from starting to see that decline. So um, when that decline starts, I would assume there would be another couple weeks after that. Uh, so it, my personal feelings here in New York anyways, you know, it, this is going to bleed into May, you know, it may be the end of April just cause the president's going to try and push. I know he was talking about Easter, but I, I don't think that's very realistic. Um, yeah, but I, I see I think, it bleeding, think bleeding into May. It, it may, it may. And I think it's going to be different for every part of the country too. I mean, I think that there yeah. are some parts of the country right now, you know, like Dallas, as many people as we have in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Uh, Dallas itself is is probably you know, has several cases, but really when you look at per capita, it's it's really pretty reasonable compared to New York and California and or New York and Washington and places like that. Yeah, so, Cuomo brought up a really interesting point. He said, you know, the the workforce that's going to be ready to go back to work are the people that have actually been infected with it, that uh, have yeah. had now have the antibody in it. Like those are the perfect employees because <laughs> they're not going to get it again. Uh, unless it mutates. I mean, who knows, right? Uh, that's always a right. uh, uh, possibility. But yeah, that's the way they're looking at it, right? You can go back to work after you verify that you have the antibody for uh, for the uh, for this disease. That That's the way they're approaching it. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, actually, that's true. A, a little antidote here. Uh, I have a uh, emergency room uh, physician lives just a few blocks from me here and uh, they wound up catching it both of them uh, they're a couple and they have just recently gotten over it and so now they have pretty much been put into like 24 hours <laughs> exactly right. you can't go home 
<laughs> yeah, we, you're the only doctor that we could use right now. But, but you know, we'll get through it. And I think that, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, you need to kind of be careful about taking, you know, uh, money. I mean, just make sure that, that it makes sense for you. And everybody's a little bit different. And this is an industry, uh, a profession that where everybody's, uh, uh, you know, everybody's shop is, is organized a little bit differently and that's okay, sure. but just, just be aware of it, you know, be, now I would say this before, um, the only other thing I can kind of give you some guidance on, and I know in, um, in our, uh, uh, uh stuff that's in our website and our, our notices, we do have some information regarding, uh, federal tax and income tax stuff that we've had a lot of delays on the income tax. You're not yeah. going to have to file your tax returns for a little bit, right. estimated taxes. So just need to, you know, take a look at that. I'm sure again, your CPAs are going to be all over that because they usually are. So we'll, you know, hopefully that'll, that'll benefit you somehow. Yeah. And I think we should also say that even though Wes is an attorney, this is not legal advice. <laughs> so you want to seek the counsel of your own attorney. <laughs> and what we're saying here is not gospel. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for doing that. Every, every email I have sent in the last couple of days, I've, I've done that. And yeah. Uh, I, you know, it, it's not, I mean, I, I am a lawyer, but I'm, I'm not your lawyer and, and I don't know your situation. So talk to your lawyer, talk to your, your accountant and, uh, you know, get, get, get the advice that you need. Hold on. Let me give you a dollar so you can, uh, I can hire you and you can, you can give me some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a dollar, I'll give you advice. I'm not sure it'll be good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think we're digressing here. So, uh, why don't we give the, um, the website address for NCISS? And we'll, yeah, we'll NCISS, things sure, sure. It's real easy, org, And um, uh, we are, uh, I will say this, we are probably changing our, our website, our whole website's getting a redo over in the next month. So I do want to plug that there are a lot of very um, active people who are trying to put that together in the association. So you'll see a whole new change and yeah. a whole new new website in the next probably 30, 30 to 60 days. Hey, can you, can you give me a shout out to, to the folks that helped you put that document together? I, I know there were a couple of names. I just don't remember what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sir. Sure. Sure. Serve now, um, uh, has been great on terms of the process service information. I've had, uh, uh, lobby Jason Ortega has been a great guy. You know, he is our lobbyist for NCISS and he's, he is, uh, uh, been real great at, at pulling us some information together. Uh, and then I have had so many individual members send me basic updates. Uh, I I can't tell you what's going on in every state. I, w- I would I would encourage you to talk to your state associations because most of the state associations are really involved about what's closing and what you have to do to register somebody or get them licensed or whatever. So so I'll, I'll defer to every state because I've I've had emails with everybody and they're they're doing a great job. Yeah, I mean, is the whole question here for the sh- the quote unquote shutdown states are the essential services, right? Do I fall within that line? And that's the problem that we're having here in New York. They listed it as security. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's very broad. Yeah, you know that that is something funny I've seen debated by a lot of investigators uh, in the last couple of days. And I'll be honest with you, I think that you just have to use common sense. Correct. I don't. Most of these. Um, um, you know, laws, there, there's caveats in them that they're not really being enforced. I'm going to be honest. Uh, most of the orders, uh, can they even be enforced? I, I don't know. But but I think you have to use common sense. And if you have a reason to be out there, then, then go for it. I mean, I think that if somebody tries to, 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 to you know, I don't think law enforcement, as long as you're, you're being reasonable, is going to, going to, 
you know, blow you up and arrest you. I don't think they want to do that. Nobody wants to pull anybody right. over <laughs> for anything. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, if, and if it two, two uh, months, two, three, six months from now, you know, some civil attorney gives you, gives you a, a crap about it. I just think you just got to say, listen, it was a unique time. I did yeah. the best we were, we were told to do. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's the way we're approaching the, uh, the video, um, video meetings for notaries in New York too. Like it, it, there are rules and guidelines for us to follow doing it, but you know, like I'm using DocuSign and it doesn't say I can or can't. And I'm hoping that I can, because if I can't, then it could be a problem later on. Um, it just cuts out one of the processes of them having to send me the documents by mail. Um, I have a video of them doing it right in front of me. Um, I, I, in my opinion is that's good enough, but you know, that and uh, a dollar will get you West Bearden for a dollar advice. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, well, look, I just I think just use common sense and do the best you can. Look, read the orders, but but a lot of these orders too have been amended. I know in Dallas, oh. our order was amended to include some professional services that needed to be put in there, and right. I don't think anybody is wanting to hold anyone over the fire. I mean, I I, I don't know that many courts are gonna gonna bend to that. I think everybody's trying to do the best they can. Yeah. The one thing I can say also about New York, because I, I, I have gotten tons of messages from people like, hey, like, can we work? Can we do not work? And for the for the most part, Aldenese has not made a big statement there. You know, we we put one out and we're waiting to put another out. And the reason we haven't put more information out is we're still trying to clarify some points to the best of our ability. And we have a lobbyist who's, you know, trying to get answers for us and we don't want to give the false information. So it's taking us a little bit longer to get stuff out. But uh, I, I would tell folks in New York, just sit tight. You know, it's an issue that's important to everybody. We, we get it and uh, and we're working on it. So, okay, man. So we're going to wind down here. Wes, thank you so much for uh, jumping on here. We're going to put some information in the show notes, but folks join NCISS. If you are not a member, please go and take a look. It's worth it. You know, it's times like these that, that associations like this are really, really, really important. Uh, you can see the value. It's important. We need a voice. We need somebody that's looking out for our best interests and associations like that association will make sure that gets done. So um, I'm encouraging anyone that's listening here. If you're not a member, just make the investment. I know times are, are tough here, but uh, we need your support. You know, we, we, it, it's really important that we have these lobbyists and, and we're able to do this stuff. So that's my sales pitch. I'm done here. Uh, Wes, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. And, Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, again, congratulations uh, on being the first second time guest. And uh, <laughs> well, thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, I'll get you know I'll have these quick hits coming out uh, next week. There'll be at least one. I'm not sure about another one yet. You know I'm trying to get people in the industry that can give us updates and just keep everybody informed here. So please subscribe if you have not um, subscribed yet. You'll get the notifications when these extra episodes come out. So make sure you're you're up to date on it. So thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you Wes, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Thanks for joining us for this quick hit segment. Thanks to Wes and the folks at NCISS that put together a great packet of information for its members. Not a member? Go check it out at NCISS.org. A future segment will feature the team from DelvePoint and what they're doing to help the investigative community through this crisis. Now, please stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time on PI Perspectives.